Hello and welcome to Girls Who Grill, the premier podcast for Girls Who Grill. Pop culture. We don't actually <laughs> grill meat in this show. Although my family is grilling meat later for the Super Bowl, which like I Whoa. didn't know about at all. I was like, why are why is there what? so much meat? And my sister was like, it's the Super Bowl. And I was like, what the frick? <laughs> Um, what kind of meat um, is your family grilling? Chicken, beef, and pork. So really the Noah's Ark special. Wow. Yeah, the whole hog. Isn't it snowing? Oh, it is. Right now? It's <laughs> snowing here. Okay. <laughs> um, who are you rooting for? Are you rooting for a specific team? I'm always <laughs> rooting for not Tom Brady. That is the focus. Oh, yeah, yes. That I like. <laughs> and this is all alleged information but i was talking to my sister about this this Mm -hmm. morning and i truly believe that he is in league with satan like i think that he (laughs) (laughs) has sold parts of himself to the devil made a deal or something in order to be at every super bowl that has ever existed because there's no way there's no way I just, I, if I can start, if I can be that person that, like, starts the TikTok rumor that sets it off and, like, follows him for the rest of his life, I want to do that because I believe that that man is friends with Lucifer. He has dinner with Beelzebub, and that is why he is in the place that he is in. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah, we do not want to be sued for this. (laughs) I'm not gonna even sue my fucking Tom Brady. Do you know what L that is? I don't have any money to give him. <laughs> um, yeah, he does not need to sue us. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. I was just talking to my parents and asking who they were rooting for, and it was just funny because. Same answer. My dad was like, "We're definitely rooting against Tom Brady," but then my dad was like. classic him was like but this person from this place told me that there's a jewish linebacker or something i don't know so he always also wants to root for the team so he was like yeah and then i was like well does that outweigh rooting against tom brady and he's like oh no no no. our decision was very clear A single Jewish linebacker is not enough to get him to root for Tom Brady. <laughs> Maybe if there was like seven. Yeah. If there was yeah. seven, I would also consider changing my mind. Yeah. But like one, not enough. Anyways, my name is Nada. My name is Amanda. And, and we are. Um, today we are going to be having a riveting discussion about astrology in popular culture and also just in our lives. Like... I feel like not enough people have discussions about astrology. I feel like just so many people are, like, on the internet giving hot takes about it. Um, So -hmm. we're going to talk about astrology. But first, we will discuss what's on the grill for us this week. And for the first time, and probably not the last time, we have the same hot topic sizzling on the grill. We do. So We do. But I also have a second one. Oh my god! Actually, that I might. Start okay, with. yeah. Can you start with and your second one, and then we can get into yeah. the first one? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so my second one is that today, to set the scene, it is a snowy Sunday afternoon, um, and sleepy. I'm in full sweatpants, mm-hmm. 
comfy time. Yeah. I decided to watch a documentary that the New York Times made about Britney Spears. Oh my god. Today. Oh my god. <laughs> you started with New York Times and I didn't expect you to end with Britney Spears and now I want to watch it immediately. It's really good. It's really good because I think it's it would mean I'm like really sad right now. It's definitely heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but it was like very engaging mm-hmm. and I don't remember like my memories of her was from when I was a kid, so I was just not aware of all that stuff that went mm-hmm. down. Except this whole like recent free Britney movement was like what is happening. So it was a really good documentary that explored it. Yeah. And it's like an hour. It's kind of it's not like a full long um film. I think they have like a series of topics that they What's cover. What's it on? Um I, I watched it on Google. Okay, I was gonna say, do I have to resubscribe to the New York Times because Oh no, it's they just like present it. It's not I think it's I don't really know okay. like the mechanisms of it, but I really enjoyed it and I just thought it was super interesting look on our culture of the late 90s early 2000s and yeah I don't know it was really good Britney Spears was my favorite singer when I was a little girl I loved everything about her and I like have such distinct memories of like being obsessed with her I would watch the hit me baby one more Mm -hmm. time music video all the time I remember when she, Madonna, and Christina Aguilera were at the VMAs. I think it was in, like, 2001 or something. I was, like, three years old. And I was watching it with my dad and my sister in the living room. And then they started – I was, first of all, so excited because I loved Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. And I had no idea who Madonna was. But I was like, okay, great. They're going to be singing together. And then they started making out. And my dad – lost it he was like why would they do this on a program that's for children it's not supposed to be sexual i'm here watching this with my kids and ever since then britney spears has been my guilty pleasure because he did forbid me from listening to her music and i did continue to listen to it with my mother and so i'm going to watch this so Mm -hmm. hard Oh yeah, and my also my first memory of her is learning this girl teaching a group of girls in kindergarten. Um, oops, I did it oh, again yeah. in a whole dance yeah. to it. So it was like very precocious, yeah. and I remember at the time being like, "Am I allowed to be dancing like this?" <laughs> so definitely weird times, oh, definitely. but really interesting documentary. And like, yeah. she continued to make hits past the nineties. Yeah. Oops, I did it again. Um. Hit Me Baby One More Time, Circus, Womanizer, um, If You Seek Amy, hit after hit. Just a true icon, Miss Britney Spears. I wish the best for her. Yes, I do too. And I think it was, I, I would say sometimes documentaries can be like really too depressing, but it was still like interesting enough that it, and there, I think there's enough hope for like perhaps her legal battle and perhaps like things can turn around for her that it wasn't like so depressing to watch it was pretty interesting and um 
it segues right into our next topic because Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that the like general theme of this episode is fuck wealthy white men because everybody (laughs) hates justin timberlake now that they've realized what he did to britney spears and we're about to be talking about another smarmy rich white guy Yep, and it's Super Bowl day, so everyone always hates him. On yep, Super Bowl Tom day. Brady. So great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so we're talking about another horrible man that, and I've been thinking about this, and especially in relation to that documentary about how we consume celebrity mm-hmm. and um, when it's okay to feel like you're rooting for someone's downfall, because I feel like in for example, Britney Spears' case, it was, like, this woman with, like, mental health issues and was severely suffering, and everyone got so much pleasure from watching her spiral, mm-hmm. and so, and, and always in situations, I'm, not always, but sometimes I try and check in and be, like, why am I so invested mm-hmm. in this? Like, what's going on? But in this situation, I deem that it was totally fine for me <laughs> I thought about whether it was wrong, and I decided by myself that it wasn't. Yeah, and we are talking about, of course, Army Hammer. Oh my god. And we'll preface this again by saying this is all alleged information. We don't know this man yes. or the people that he's dated. But the stuff about it is just so crazy. How can you not be obsessed in talking about it? So <laughs> I texted you yesterday about this. And I was like, Nisa, I don't know if you're aware, but... And you're like, of course I'm aware <laughs> of this. So can you give like, can you give kind of like a timeline? Because I know like bits and pieces and chunks. Oh god, yeah. not chunks when he's a cannibal. But uh, <laughs> I know like parts of it, but I feel like I don't know everything. <laughs> Ew. Ew. It all sounds like cannibal. Ew. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, so I don't have the exact dates, but I'll give my how I sort of learned about all this information, Mm -hmm. which is that I would say maybe a couple weeks ago, he was trending on Twitter. um, And even before this, I feel like I there's like a subset of people who just seem to like distrust and hate him. And I always thought it was weird because I really enjoyed Call Me By Mm -hmm. Your Name thought he was fine in it yeah he's old looking which was weird um in relation to him like having sex with like timothy chalamet but i was like he seems so like neutral to me um wait can you still yeah i can hear you can you still hear me okay yeah 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 um he always seems so neutral to me like and i think very much fits like this traditional hollywood mold of this just like handsome tall white man and so I was like okay maybe that's where some of the hate is coming from because it's just like why is he here he's not that special Mm -hmm. like what is he really bringing to the table that's unique or but I I think there were wise people who probably sensed that like he had some shit going on beneath the surface and so that kind of came out like a couple weeks ago basically some I don't know the exact order, but there was like DMs that was from some his alleged um, secret Instagram account where he talked about like basically having a cannibalism fetish and like his like rape fantasies. And I at that point I was I did not want to read it because I thought it was just like weird DMs. 
And at that time, it was especially unclear, like, if this was true or faked. So I was like, I'm not going to get involved, whatever. But then, like, his, like, some, like, woman that he had had a sexual relationship with, I think, like, while he was married, like, came out against him and talked about how he was abusive and would, like, coercive sexually on, like, about his, like, fetishes Mm -hmm. and, like, very kind of, um, yeah, basically alleged, like, there was, like, bad behavior there and that it wasn't just like some dms that someone found but there was like stuff that was going on and that he would like message like the the messages were very weird and And nasty yeah and it's like you can have your fetish but when you're like forcing that on Mm -hmm. people and i think they were not into it. it it seemed like he like yeah very weird so then i kind of was like at that point when like it became more of a serious um i guess there was like more evidence of like people who he had had relationships with speaking out against him i was like okay i should look into what's going on here and from there it kind of not that much information came out um he was denying it but he also got dropped from a movie he was gonna do oh no i think he dropped out because that's when i heard about it it's like i was just like in the bathroom and then i saw army hammer drops out of jennifer lopez movie and i was like of course he dropped out of this movie i didn't know what was going on but and then i saw something about allegations against him and i was like of course there are allegations against him and i still didn't know what was going on but i found out i sure did yes yes so, and then the last I heard was yesterday, was that his, I think both his publicist and his agency dropped him yesterday, which is kind of a really big deal yeah. for someone as well-connected and wealthy as him. And the general information I was seeing online was that there was like more damning things coming about mm-hmm. him. And who knows the extent of the validity of those claims if like but like what i saw was like there's like a big news story that's gonna come out again about him. yeah so i'm feeling um, like it could I, either yeah. be that they just hated him all along and were looking for a yeah. reason or it's that there is actually like some huge dirt that's about to come out and yeah. completely like blow up his career which i mean it could go either way honestly do I hope that there's yeah. a crazy story that's going to come out? Kind of, because I love drama, but it's also sad for the people who are involved that aren't yeah. him. Um, but also, I love to see rich people fail. It makes me really happy um, to watch them flounder. And this is yeah. like, this is one of those things. I Something about Army Hammer has always been off to me. Since I found out that his name was Army, and I was like, what the fuck is that? But then, like, four years ago, I learned that he is actually the heir to the Arm and Hammer fortune, like the baking soda mm-hmm. people, and his name is Armand Hammer. He's the heir to the Armand Hammer fortune, and his name is Armand Hammer. That's he. His parents set him up to fail. You can't not be a yeah. villain when that is your life story. So I just like 
he just has always been a very strange man to me. And I saw that video. There was like, this is like a while ago at the beginning of quarantine, mm-hmm. this video of his son licking his toes and he was like laughing. Um, and everybody was like, dude, that's weird. And he was like, no, it's fine. He's my child. Um, and then yeah. the fact that it's escalated to him having a cannibalism fetish is, I mean, honestly, it makes sense to me. And I was talking to my friend about this yeah. and I was like, he's a Virgo. That's all we have to know. Like, oh, <laughs> it's, I'm so sorry for our Virgo listeners. No, it's not all of them. <laughs> it just is like the way that Virgos can go a lot of the time is that they often are so yeah. repressed that mm. they have like, it's kind of like, with. we'll talk about this more later with the astrology stuff, but like they're so yeah. repressed that they have like this very thin veneer that they put up to the world. And then underneath all of that is crazy. It just is like full, low, yeah. absolutely insane. When you're talking about like sex and astrology, people always talk about Scorpios, mm-hmm. but what they really need to talk about are Virgos because Virgos mm-hmm. have a lot of things that they are constantly ashamed of that they very rarely mm-hmm. let get out. And I think Army Hammer is so rich and well-connected that he was like, let me just DM this girl on Instagram about my cannibalism fetish. That's fine. No one's going to do anything to me. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, now that you've explained it, because I'm, I'm excited to learn more about astrology yes. too. Um, yeah, and I read this article that someone wrote about him like two years ago so before any of this went down but just about him and his agent yeah see i don't know just kind of like force him upon hollywood because he's so fits the archetype and him like being a flop and like failing and then kind of making the move to more indie and being like oh he's like and kind of like being associated with like indie or weird or queer Mm -hmm. stories and then, like, trying to, like, build that as if, oh, this was always, like, his destiny and, like, what he was supposed to be in yeah. film. Uh, and then it's it's just interesting. So I could also see that he was just trying to be forced for so long. And then they're like, okay, now he, ha- he has this, like, horrible association with these, like, cannibal- cannibalisms and, like, all these weird things. Like, why are we still trying to force this man to be It's just, like, success? so ridiculous. To, like, you just said he has a horrible association with cannibalism. What? It's 2021. And I said this to you yesterday over text, but I truly believe that he is rich enough that if he did want to taste human flesh, he could have by now. Very easily. So, um, all of that. And also, like, I think I read the same article. It was like a BuzzFeed article or something. Um, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it just... Because, like, he was gunning to be the next Brad Pitt or someone. Like, like yeah. a super um excuse me like a super famous action star or whatever who like also does indie sometimes but it didn't end up working out um and so that's when he like switched to doing indie stuff and i will say the only time i've ever seen a movie and thought that army hammer did an excellent job in it was sorry to bother you i don't know if you've watched that um no, it's this so. film by Boots Riley, who's like he's essentially like a um, socialist filmmaker, and Army Hammer is like pretty much playing a Jeff Bezos analog. Um, oh yeah, yeah, 
Oh no, he does great when he's playing the douchey rich yeah, guy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's like he's Perfect. amazing at the douchey rich guy, but like everything else is kind of like mm, like I watched I when I was watching Call Me By Your Name, I was deeply uncomfortable the entire time because I was like, this is a 34-year-old man. And Timothy Chalamet yeah. is actively 17, like, in the film. Yeah. Um, and he's supposed to be playing a 24-year-old grad student, but he just can't carry it off at all. Like, he just is not yeah. able to act any younger than he looks. Um, so that 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 is, like, I don't remember what my point with that was, but... Okay, sorry to bother you, though. I have heard of that. I want to I watch it. You should it, definitely but... see it. It's an excellent film. Okay, anything more we need to get off our chest about this situation? Um, if a wealthy person makes you uncomfortable just looking at their face, it's probably for a reason. Um, there's no such thing as amassing wealth without wage theft and hoarding. So I just put a very um, leftist... <laughs> socialist yeah. stamp on our podcast but i stand by yeah. that my views are not reflective of and amanda <laughs> no i i agree did apparently his grandpa was like a socialist like radical did you see what that the fuck? and then i i think that's true i think he was like from russia or something. i don't know and then came here and then his son became and the, then oh his son started the um the em- yeah. yeah the like empire okay can you imagine your child like being i would be so disappointed so i would be like <laughs> so you just hated me so much you became a capitalist what <laughs> oh man there are some things you can't <laughs> abide. but yeah all of this we don't really know that much actually so a lot of this is a legend yeah. we'll say that again before we wrap this up and also, by the time this airs, since we're kind of delayed, there may like be like more information more that we can like. And talk then we about. sound like, yeah. Um, but I think we're going to be our two options are definitely right. Yeah. So we can check back to see because how that's like that's just works. so crazy to think about. Like, how many people who are equally as bad, or like who have done as bad things as Army Hammer has, haven't been dropped by their agencies and their publicists, like. As far as we know, it's just, like, DMs and some, like, gross practices and relationships. But to be dropped yeah. by the people that are... Like, he's their cash cow. They make money from him. Yeah. So to be dropped by them mm-hmm. is like, what else is going on here? Like, yeah. what's happening? It just seems like there's more under the surface. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> speaking of under the surface let's get into getting under the surface of our personalities through astrology. exactly okay <laughs> that was you, I mean, yeah but you know you can't win them all with segues sometimes you just have to <laughs> like do things uh, okay so we're talking about astrology yes yeah so i think the plan for this is to go through kind of like in a semi-organized manner um, talking about the sun sign, the moon sign, and the rising sign. Mm-hmm. And then I also want to go through each of the 12 zodiac signs. And I've written down some characters that I think fall in each of these zodiac signs. You might gather how I feel about these signs <laughs> based off of the characters that I chose. And I just ask you not 
to cast any aspersions upon me if you don't like the people that match up with your sign. Um, so, yes. I I think what I want to do first, Amanda, is ask mm-hmm. you to explain in your own words what you feel like a sun sign, moon sign, and rising sign are. And then if okay. there's anything to, like, clarify, I'll do that. Okay, sounds good. So, sun signs, the one that I think most people are probably most familiar with. Because um, when people talk about their sign, they're usually referring to their sun sign, or they always are. Um, so it's like your main like identity, I think. Mm-hmm. And then your what was next one? Moon sign. Yeah. Moon sign, I think, is like your emotions, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And then was the last one rising. Yeah. Okay. And rising is, I think, how you present to the world. Yes. Okay, so clarify. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Your sun mm-hmm. sign is where the sun was in the sky when you were born. Um, mm-hmm. We'll tell you, like, each of the dates for those when we go through the signs. Um, mm-hmm. And it is generally, like, I feel like it's, like, the shell that you are in. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the meat sack of your body is your sun sign, is, like, mm-hmm. the physical equivalent to your sun sign. Um, it's the general, like, big picture idea of what your personality is and, like, Mm -hmm. how you interact with the world. But it's also kind of the self that you are growing into as you age. Um, It's, like, your highest potential is to be a Mm high-functioning version of your sun sign. And then your moon sign is your emotions. It's, like, if you cut open the meat sack the molten um, chocolate that is just like boiling around or like roiling around inside of your body is your moon Mm -hmm. sign. Like all of your emotions, who you are when you're like your most raw and when you're alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And oftentimes like your moon sign can present itself in your most emotional moments. Like if you're super angry or super sad or super Mm -hmm. like frantic, your moon sign will come out. Um, And then Mm -hmm. your rising sign is, like, the clothes that you put on a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also, like, I feel like it's also, like, your, um, the face that you interact with the world. Mm -hmm. Like, how people view you, but also how you approach the world from, like, a more, um, what's the word? Like, from, like, a more, like, facade. Mm Mm-hmm like aspect i don't Mm -hmm. know if that's a good if that's a good like description but we'll describe we'll talk more about it as we go through each of the signs um so we're gonna start with the sign aries aries the astrological year starts in the spring so aries is the first sign it enters the sun enters aries from about march 20th to about April 20th, it usually, like, it depends on the year, but that's roughly around the time. Um, And Aries are known for being very brash, very impulsive. They're, like, the leaders of the Zodiac because they're Mm -hmm. the first sign. Um, And they're just incredibly driven, always wanting to get stuff done, always having goals. Um, And they're also known as, like, the baby of the Zodiac because they're the first sign So, like, if you think about an Aries, you can think about, like, a big angry baby 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to hear your impression of the sign Aries, Amanda. Yeah, so I would say my associations with Aries tend to be someone who is unafraid to speak their mind, is mm-hmm. will take charge in any given situation. And I think generally I get along with Aries. Um, I think that it very much depends, but I think the Aries I know in my life, I appreciate that kind of directness and that kind of like assertiveness, mm-hmm. um, yeah. especially because I'm like less, I guess, I am less assertive in that way. So I kind of like appreciate that energy. Um, and I'm also a fire sign. So I feel like I can kind of understand them. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking specifically, like I had an excellent teacher um, slash like poetry mentor who was an Aries. And that was like while I was learning about astrology. So I was like, this fits perfectly. And then I had like, I think since then a very positive association with Aries, even though I'm sure there are some that I would just not get along with and that could be super annoying. Um, yeah. And I can think of like other examples, but I, I don't even know if they're Aries, but people like, <laughs> I <think> <laughs> but generally I think Aries, I'm like, yeah, I get, I get you. And I, I commend that. Yeah. I will say there was a bit of a clicking on your end while you were talking. Oh. Like something was like rubbing against oh. your microphone or something. I don't know. I just wanted to oh. let you know. That's just good. Case. I'll try not yeah. to move. Do you hear anything now? Um, Hello? Do you hear any clicking now? No. Okay. I'll just not move and see what happens. Okay. Um. Okay. So when I think of Aries, I think like two of my best friends are Aries um, my partner's mom is an Aries, and their sister's girlfriend is an Aries, so I feel like I'm surrounded. Um, and their mom is, like, the sweetest woman I've ever met in my entire life. I don't know what her moon sign is. I want to know what her moon sign is, but she, like, definitely doesn't, um, she, there's some people who, like, don't fit the mold of what their sun sign is, and then that's Mm -hmm. when you would look at their, like, moon rising, like, everything else in their chart, Um, but I will say my best friend who is like, I think she's like a double Aries or something. She's like an Aries sun and an Aries moon or an Aries sun and an Aries rising. Mm -hmm. She does not, I, she like does not see herself as an Aries at all, but she's the most Aries person I've ever met in my entire life. (laughs) Like she knows exactly what she wants all the time. She's going to go get it. She can't stop working. She went to grad school because it was a pandemic and she was like, I can't just be at home not having a job. And I was like, (laughs) me currently doing that right now. I was like, yeah, I can't just like be at home unemployed. That's crazy. Um, So yeah, that's, that's like the Aries in my life. I think Mm -hmm. something that people often experience with them is that when they're young, they they tend to like grow out of a lot of things like mm-hmm. they can be the people who settle down a little bit later in life um because they're just so busy like living for themselves people would describe them as selfish but i don't think that it's selfish i think that it just is like um self-possessed like knowing who you are and what you mm-hmm. want and not wanting to sacrifice anything for it and on that note We'll talk about some characters who would be considered Aries. I'm excited. Yeah, I did do some light research for this. So the first two are like ones that I'm kind of like, maybe. But the last one is definitely mine. Okay, I'm curious. Yeah, so did you go off of like, like if this character's birthday was mentioned or just like the character 
themselves. Okay, so for some of them, it was based off of their birthday, and I was like, okay, yeah, that definitely makes sense. And then other yeah. ones, I was like, these no. writers don't know what was, they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. don't say somebody's birthday on TV if you're not gonna make them match up with their <laughs> astrological side, dum dums. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one is Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I wondered what you had to say about that because I saw it and I was like, mm, but then I thought about it and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. I think yeah. I, I think that like it is like a very like um yeah exaggerated version of what an Aries can be, which yeah. is I think confront can be confrontational and can be yeah, like going after things. And I think her whole arc of going off on her own journey and like constantly searching for the next thing and constantly like just like trying to succeed and trying to get to that place. I, I could see it. Yeah, and I think, like, where they took her character is, like, if you only had an understanding of what a sun sign is and, like, didn't know what a full chart is. But I (laughs) feel like where her character should have gone is, like, taking into account, like, like, I would like to know what her actual birth chart is. You know, I feel like she has, like, a water moon and Mm -hmm. um, an earth rising. Like, she seems very um grounded yeah for most of the show and very much like she knows exactly what her plan is and then like in the last season it just is like yeah fuck that yeah Um, they went full if aries is fire they went full fire sign but to the extreme where it loses like any part of her character that was not that Mm -hmm. um so the next one is deadpool I have not seen that movie, oh. <laughs> but I did get that off of a website. My niece walked in. Um, I did not okay. see that movie, but I did get that off of a website. And then the final one is Dave Rose from Shit's Creek. Did you say Dave? David Rose. Oh, I thought you said Dave. I was like, no. <laughs> um, I think Dave. I don't know. Okay, David. Yeah. Okay, explain it to me. I, okay, I was going to describe some of my reasoning behind it. Because at first yeah. I was like, mm, but then I thought about it more and I was like, okay, this makes more sense. Okay. He is that driven person. He's very, he gets angry <laughs> so easily. Um, and like all the, he's like constantly shouting at people. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also, like, underneath of that is just, like, a soft, mushy baby yeah. and, like, just wants to love people and wants to have people who love him in his life. I feel like he would be, like, an Aries sun, Cancer moon because his relationship with his mom is, like, really close and yeah. she is obsessed with him and she loves him. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I feel like him starting the what is it rose apothecary mm-hmm. um halfway through the show and like his relationship with patrick where he kind of is mm-hmm. playing everything by ear like nothing is really for the beginning of all of that nothing is really like set in stone he just is kind of like i don't know like all of i feel like all of his like romantic and sexual relationships are just mm-hmm. him like flaming very brightly in the direction of somebody and then um it inevitably turns poor i mean it turns badly mm-hmm. um so yeah that was like kind of my reasoning 
Yeah, that makes sense. I think I was um, thinking about him being like this kind of like anxious character who's in comparison to mm-hmm. Alexis, less willing to like go out and do things. But then when you were describing it, I was thinking about all of his relationships and him yelling and him doing. So he actually does do a lot of things. Yeah. He's just not as like, like free, be... free spirited as Alexis. Yeah, I feel like he could be an Aries that's born in, like, late April, like, April 18th, 19th, because he does love him some food, and there's some <laughs> Taurus that, like, trickles in there. Like, yeah. every, like, every scene where he wants to, where someone's trying to get him to do something, they're like, there's gonna be food, and he's like, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and that's so much of me, like, yeah. I just feel that so deeply. Mm-hmm. I Okay, I'm on board, I'm full on board for that. All right, great. So the next sign of the Zodiac is my sign, Taurus. Um, Taurus runs roughly from like April 19th, 20th to May 19th, 20th. Um, And Tauruses are known for being stubborn and very um, loyal, very like tenacious, not wanting to give up on things. And also being obsessed with food and comfort and just like really afraid of change a lot of the Mm -hmm. time so when you think about Taurus is what do you think about Amanda this is a loaded question because I know all of your friends (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so according to my side I'm not supposed to be compatible with Tauruses and we can get into that but I am friends with mostly Tauruses I think they're great they're some of my most reliable and like best friendships I would say that have like stood the test of time um but also my brother is a Taurus and we have a very different relationship so I do think probably just depending on if I have like similar values to Tauruses we can be very work really well together and Mm -hmm. their stubbornness is in my favor if that makes sense but if it's like a Taurus who is opposed to me in some way or just other I don't know yeah like in that situation it's more like the stubbornness or it's more like I'm more confrontational with it so I run into that stubbornness more well with my friends Mm -hmm. I'm not like trying to confront I'm not like running into issues like that like I would be with my brother growing up in the household where we're like at you know more at like odds with each other yeah Yeah. so that's complicated but generally love Tauruses one of my favorite signs yeah. yeah, and I think that can be the issue with sun sign compatibility is that, like, it's just focusing on one aspect of your mm-hmm. chart, whereas there's, like, all this other stuff. And, like, you and me, we both have Scorpio risings, <laughs> and so I feel like I see you, like, yeah. off, like a lot of the time we'll just be in a room and then just look at each other and not say anything, and but, like, we understand what's happening. Um, and the other thing is that Taurus and Leo have the same, I think it's called modality, so there's like three different modalities um there's cardinal mutable oh no there's four are there four yes no there's three cardinal (laughs) mutable and fixed okay yes and so taurus leo scorpio and aquarius are all fixed signs Mm. and the thing that they have in common is like i think they all share a common like value of loyalty Mm -hmm. And, like, wanting people to be loyal to them, and they will be loyal to anyone who is loyal to them. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that is why, like, you tend to get along with a lot of Tauruses. That is why I tend to get along with a lot of Leos. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Makes sense. When we're thinking about characters, though, there are some that are obvious, like Lorelai mm-hmm. Gilmore. She's <laughs> obsessed with food. She's obsessed with coffee. She will do anything for a good meal. Um, she lays down all the time. But I think the other thing about Taurus, they rule the second house, which is the house of money. And so Taurus are often like Taurus, the, all the earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, mm-hmm. are often very good at things concerning money and the material realm. So like doing business and um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Lorelai. She is like often very lazy but also, like, incredibly driven and running a business by herself. Um, And then, oh, but she's also, like... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) she's also like a businesswoman that's the Mm -hmm. other side of her um okay so this is my contentious one because of the research that i did which placed her in a different sign but i'm claiming her isa from insecure i feel like she's definitely Mm -hmm. a taurus um she's just like super random she's another person who's like really lazy um but super driven Mm -hmm. and has this like there's this underpinning where she like really wants to help people, but she doesn't know how to do that necessarily. Um, And she's also somebody who I see as being very loyal. Like she's friends with Molly, even when Molly isn't like the best friend to her. And she's with Lawrence way past when they should have broken up. Um, And I feel like the turn that she takes towards the end of Insecure away from being like, in the world where she wasn't finding fulfillment to her breaking out of that Taurus tendency to get stuck in places where they don't belong. Um, and then the final one, I don't think you know who this character is, but I really identify with her. Um, and she's also kind of random. This is Winona Earp from the TV show Winona Earp. She is either a Taurus or a Sagittarius, but I put her in Taurus for a reason. I don't quite remember. Okay, so pretty much the like premise of the series is that she is the like heir to this um, curse on her family, where she has to murder zombies. Um, Wow. In, it's really complicated. Her <laughs> great grand great 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 grandfather is a lawman from the Wild West, and he killed a bunch of people every time he has a child that, or like a grandchild that reaches the age twenty-seven. And so, if his grandchild doesn't kill all of the like old Wild West people that he killed mm-hmm. when he was the sheriff of this town, then the curse resets whenever their next child mm. um, turns 27. So it sounds very complicated, but it just is like set in the Canadian Rockies and she is very brash, but also kind of gross. Um, and I don't, I honestly like don't know why I, I called her a Taurus. I feel like she is like, Someone who's like David Rose was like born on April twentieth or something, like mm-hmm. right as the sun was going from Aries to Taurus. Um, yes. Cool. That sounds characters. good. That sounds good. Yeah. 
Okay, so next is Gemini. I mm. will admit, I don't really know that. I don't know super much about air signs because I don't really care that much. Um, <laughs> no shade to the air signs. My dad is a Gemini. I love him. Um, but Geminis tend to be, so this is mo- based mostly off of like my memory of reading books from when I was a kid, but Geminis are the first air sign. They are ruled by Mercury, the communicator. So they're known for like being really good at writing, being super creative, being very like, um, good at making friends, good at talking mm-hmm. to people. Like they're the kind of person who will walk into a room and everybody likes them. Everybody has something to say to them. Um, and they really know how to kind of like transform themselves for different social situations i feel like every air sign can do that the thing with gemini's is people often call them two-faced because they're ruled by the twins um and i think it's not necessarily that they're two-faced it's more so that they are very guarded with who they are Mm -hmm. and like who they present their true selves to and it's also even that they don't really often know who or what their true self is themselves and so they're protecting something, but they don't know what that something is. So why would you be able to see it if they themselves haven't even seen it, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I think about characters that are Geminis, I would think like Piper from Orange is the New Black, um, mm-hmm. Otis from Sex Education, and Logan Huntsberger from Gilmore Girls. Logan is a canon Gemini. I'm pretty sure that his birthday is in like late May. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Gemini goes from, like, May 20th to, like, June 20th, 21st, around then. Um, yeah, but those those are the characters. I think Logan, to me, is the most archetypical of those mm-hmm. characters, which is that they, he just is very, like, charming. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And really, like, kind of, he comes off as kind of smarmy, but the more time you spend with him, the more you understand, like, what's going on underneath of there and like really what's happening is that he just doesn't know who he is mm-hmm. and so he deals with that by putting up this front of being like the most capable person in the room at all times or really being like the mo- the laziest person in the room yeah who is like secretly capable yeah i agree i think gemini's in real life can be a lot of fun to hang out with yeah um and they can like really carry on a conversation um, and then it just depends on who that Gemini is in terms of, yeah. yeah. It's really like a case yeah. by case thing with all of the signs, but I feel like especially with the air signs, cause I've had some like negative experiences with air signs mm-hmm. being like kind of jerky assholes. And like one of my best friends from when I was at school in Philadelphia, shout out to Janae, everybody follow <laughs> Lit EQ, Lit Magazine. Um, they are like the most fun person I know like just like really sweet and really fun and really funny but Mm -hmm. also like incredibly matter of fact they'll just be like yeah and so I want to strangle that bitch but I didn't because I'm not trying to go to jail (laughs) anyways how was your day and I'm like oh oh, fine (laughs) thanks you're like oh god (laughs) I just like okay whoa that's crazy okay so the next sign that we have is the sign of cancer Mm-hmm. Cancer goes from June like 20th ish to July 20th, 20, about, around about July 23rd. Um, cancer, so whereas Aries is the baby of the zodiac, Cancer is like the little kid of the zodiac. Um, very like, the thing that you'll always hear about Cancers is that they're obsessed with their mothers. Like they're very, mm. um, 
constantly needing to kind of be like around people who love them and care for them. They're like really soft people, um, really creative people. They're the first water sign of the zodiac, very emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that you won't hear a lot about cancers, but I will constantly remind people is that they can be very manipulative, finding Mm. ways to manipulate situations so that they don't have to take fault for things that they have done, which is like, okay. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's a skill that you have, but let's use it for good and not evil. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So what is your general impression of cancers, Amanda? Yeah, I guess my general impression from what I've heard is they cry a lot. Um, I don't, I think cancers at least from my perspective sometimes can be hard for me to pin down and I feel like they're having a lot of feelings but I'm not necessarily like connected with that many cancers so I it's harder for me to have insight into them like I don't fully understand them I'm like okay you're over there doing your thing but I don't really know how to connect with you or I don't I don't think it's it's probably one of those zodiac zodiac signs I like know the least about yeah yeah have the least amount of friends that I know are cancers I think the thing with cancers is that like and you can see this with a lot of signs is that they can tend signs that are next to each other tend Mm -hmm. to have similar traits but like Gemini's cancers very often don't know themselves Mm -hmm. either and so they just a lot of it is them trying to be who other people need them to be not necessarily who they are and who they need themselves to be mm-hmm. and so i think what you might be dealing with is like somebody trying to reflect you back at you and you being like stop that i don't like <laughs> that i don't want you to do that uh-huh. and that's how i felt a lot of the time like encountering cancers too is i'm like why are you doing that i don't want you mm-hmm. to just like relax and be yourself Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a thing that can happen with cancers, especially ones who are very like non-confrontational. But I think another thing that can happen is them just being like super like out there. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of cancers who are very like dark. there's like the soft ones who are like always in pink and like like fairies and like making jokes all the time and really sweet. And then there's like the dark ones who are like only everywhere black and red lipstick and always talk about sex and they're like oh I'm so sexy because I'm a cancer Mm -hmm. um and I think that that's another thing like people don't really realize about it's like it's like the sexy baby thing (laughs) (laughs) do you did you see that thing from 30 rock of that girl who's like wah I'm a little baby I'm so sexy (laughs) I think she's played by the like Kristen Malati, who plays the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I do think I remember this vaguely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's what I would think of when I think of cancer. I don't know what that character's name is, but <laughs> that's like what comes to mind. Uh-huh. When I'm thinking about characters who are cancers, I think about like Schmidt from New Girl. He mm. is so soft. He's such a <laughs> soft boy. He's like really douchey and kind of manipulative, but like mm-hmm. deep down, he's like so sweet. Um, I think of Adam Braverman from Parenthood, which is a show you probably haven't watched, but it's, like, one of my favorite TV shows ever. Okay, I'll have to um, watch it. I know. It's, yeah. yeah. And he's, like, the, he's the dad. Like, he's okay. the archetypical dad. Not in the mm-hmm. way that, like, Capricorns are dads, because he's not super, like, driven or, like, aloof, really, but he is, like, all about his family, and cancers mm-hmm. really tend to be all about their families. And then I think of Xander from 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer, aka mm-hmm. Bitch Baby, because um, <laughs> he's a little bitch baby. And not all cancers are Xander, but Xander is most definitely a cancer. And uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Joss Whedon is also a cancer, and Xander is definitely Joss Whedon's self-insert. So, <laughs> yeah. Take that as you will, dear exactly. listener. <laughs> okay, so next we have Leos, the beautiful sign of Miss Amanda herself. Yeah. Um. Leos are the next fire sign in the zodiac, and they are known for being like super driven, really creative. Really, that's a that's a thing that you'll get with all fire signs. Like driven is something that you'll hear for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Leos are like actually creative. They like to be the center of attention. Like the um, they're a lot of the the things that you'll hear about Leos is that they're like feels comfortable on the stage in a way that a lot of other people don't um if you see actors a lot of actors end up being leos but i think something that people don't really know about leos is that like deep down they just want to love people like that is the um that is like the central thing that drives most of them is that they just want they're ruled by the sun and they just want to take their sunny beautiful light and shine it on people who deserve it um and the who deserve it is very important to that equation. <laughs> it's not like Pisces who loves everyone and thinks uh-huh. everyone deserves light. Leo is like, if I like you and I love you, mm-hmm. you get the best treatment of anybody who has ever <laughs> met me. Um, so what is your experience with Leos? Yeah. Amanda? So I'll say it was it's hard it was hard for me to like figure out how I fit into being a Leo at first. Because mm-hmm. also a lot of things I saw are like super want to be the center of attention and like super like shallow and materialistic and Mm. I'm not like it's not like I'm like oh bad qualities like this can't be me but because it seemed like some of the bad qualities from other zodiacs were more fitting to me I was like this isn't really me but I've come to realize and I was thinking about this recently. I was talking to someone about our podcast and I was like, it's really funny because the Leo really came out and like posting everything about our t- conversation and talking. And then when yeah. we were trying to promote it and how scary it was, it was like the other side of me, like maybe my Libra moon or something. We'll talk about that later. Like kicking in being like, you can't do that. Like, cause it's like, I do inherently want attention and I want to be in the center. Like I do have that huge motivation, but also then I have another part of me that kicks in and it's like, don't do that. Um, I definitely, it's definitely not your Libra moon. It's one thousand percent your Scorpio. Okay. Okay. The same thing happens to me where I'm like, everyone look at me now. And then the other side of me is like, stop looking at me. How how dare you? Okay, you have to teach me more about Scorpios because I I need to know. Um, But then, also, when you were saying in the beginning about your stars, your um, sun sign being like maybe the culmination or like the fullest version of yourself of who you can aim towards, that also I think helps me think about how I can be a Leo because I think I want to be that like full version of myself and like take up as much space as a Leo does like I think that's a great um direction to aim towards yeah and like not fully being a crazy Leo but you know I I do think I like I like the Leo and I think a lot of Leos I've met are kind of similar to me in the sense Mm -hmm. that I don't know that many that really fit into the mold of like super materialistic like 
maybe if I lived in LA, I would know like those like mm-hmm. actor Leo that types. But a lot yeah. of Leos I know are just kind of like creative and passionate and want to be sh- like shine light on other people. And yeah, that's like I'm making yeah. up a couple of people. Donald always. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're getting I have a friend, Iana, who's like similar to that. I yeah. think the thing with Leos is that they don't want attention for nothing. Like, yeah. They don't, they're, I think, kind of like this is something, spoiler alert, with Libras, is that they tend to just like want attention. I'm pretty sure, let me just look this up really quickly so that I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wrong. Um, but. <laughs> About this one person, but, like, if I think Uh, about, like, a Libra, like, um, Kim Kardashian, mm -hmm. like, she got the attention first, and then, like, the justification behind the attention later. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like with Libra, not with, with Leos, they, like, I'm, like, I am good at this thing, and I want people to recognize me for being good at this thing. Yeah. Um, yes. And I, like, honestly, I feel like I hear all the time that Tauruses are materialistic too and mm-hmm. it's just something that I have to learn to embrace. I like things and I like yeah. when they're pretty. Yeah. And that's fine. Like I hate capitalism, yes, but also shiny rocks. <laughs> Put them everywhere on me. Yeah. Um, and I think like materialistic, there are things that you hear all the time. It's another thing is that you hear that like Leos are selfish mm-hmm. and I think it's similar with Aries in that like Whereas I feel like Aries usually are just prioritizing themselves, I feel like, yes, Leos can be selfish. (laughs) Like, they can sacrifice other people's needs for themselves. Mm -hmm. But I also think that it's like, would you rather that I hurt myself to make somebody else happy or that I make the choice to not hurt myself and do something that's good for me? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when I think about Leos, I think about Angel from the TV show Fee, the Vampire Slayer. I feel like Angel is a Leo sun, but like a Scorpio moon and a Scorpio rising because he hates being looked at, but he loves being the center of attention. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. if he's not the center of attention, he's upset. Um, I think about Johnny Rose from Schitt's oh. Creek, which is a little bit weird, but he just... He, I think, embodies the sense of Leos who are, like, really just want to love people Mm -hmm. who deserve it. Like, he just, like, loves his family, and he doesn't always know how to show it, but he, I don't know, it just is fun for him. And, like, when he does get those opportunities to be the center of attention and to, like, be, to, like, show people what he's good at, he's always, like, so excited. And it's, like... some of the happiest moments for him Mm -hmm. um and then i also think about eric affiong from sex education one of my favorite tv characters ever he just is like super out there very himself all the time he never apologizes for who he is Mm -hmm. um and i think we can all aspire to be a little bit more like him Mm -hmm. yeah agreed okay the next sign is virgo so virgo is ruled but did i say what when leo goes leo goes from june 23rd to like august 23rd ish um and then virgo goes from like, you mean august, july july 23rd yes from july yeah. 23rd to august 23rd ish and then mm-hmm. virgo goes from august 23rd ish to like 
September 23rd, 24th-ish. Mm -hmm. Virgo is a virgin. Okay. So Virgos tend to be, what you'll hear about them all the time is that they're like super analytical, very organized. Um, they are like, like we both have a friend who has a Virgo moon and something that she says about herself all the time is that she like doesn't let herself be happy. Mm -hmm. And that's a very Virgo moon thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're like, yeah, they're like very um, analytical, organized, hardworking, um, dedicated, and like Tauruses, they're an earth sign, so they deal in the material realm a lot of the time, really good with things that involve like numbers, money, mm -hmm. um, investments, stuff like that. They have like brain, when you're thinking about like the, if you're thinking about like grafting this onto Myers-Briggs or something, I feel like a Virgo would be like an IS type or like mm -hmm. an IJ type, something like introverted judging or introverted sensing, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so Virgos tend to be very repressed. They, their sign is the Virgin. And when you think about Catholic guilt, you should think about Virgos. <laughs> they don't think they deserve anything <laughs> that they want to have in mm -hmm. life. And it's, it's it's incredibly difficult to watch somebody live life like that because it's like just do it like just you know what's yeah. gonna make you happy you know where it is just go get it um but they like can't do it for some reason most of the time and a lot of the time when they do let that side of themselves out it's like boiled over to the point where yeah. it just is nasty now <laughs> like i remember i saw this I saw this chart of like the signs of serial killers and there was a bunch of Virgo men on there. And I was like, that's what happens. Like <laughs> when they don't let themselves just exist, then they start eating people's flesh. Um, so what is your general <laughs> impression of Virgos, Amanda? Yeah, I think Virgos is one I was confused about for a while. Mm -hmm. I don't know that many Virgos. I mean, we know a couple, but yeah. that makes a lot of sense, especially um, in the people I do know. But I, I also think, <laughs> I wonder if it's just, like, like my liberal, liberal arts education, there's less, like, Virgo energy, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's more, like, yeah, humanities-oriented. I wonder if that'd be so interesting to look at, like, a, if there's Virgos, less Virgos. I think Virgos can be very creative. But, okay. like, in a more, um, in, like, a less, like, free-flowing way. Like, it's okay. always very much centered around, like, analysis and analytical mm -hmm. thinking. Like, okay. you, how you can create, you can, like, like, being creative in the sense of um, coding. Like, yeah. making a website, and that's the creative, and it's, like, a, you've, like, coded a website that is a beautiful painting. And it's, yeah. like... You could have painted that with your fingers, but you did it with the internet, which, yeah. great job, because I could not be me. Um, <laughs> and I think I struggle sometimes with Virgos. I have a lot of Virgos around me and Virgo mm -hmm. energy around me. And the struggle is just, like, why don't you want to let yourself just be happy? Yeah. Which I think is because I have a Pisces moon. Like, Pisces is the opposite of Virgo. And Pisces, where, like, Virgo is very repressed and constrained, Pisces lets everything hang out. Yeah. Um, 
And I also have a Taurus son. So I'm like, if I want it, I'm going to go get it because why would I suffer instead? Yeah. I, I feel the same, like being a Leo of, I guess, or both materialistic, but in the sense <laughs> of like, <laughs> but like, even I feel like existing in the world, thinking about that, like going up, doing things that make you feel good, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So I yeah. do agree that I don't understand being that like methodical and that kind of planner or like not allowing yourself. Cause I'm like, just have, just experience things and yeah. feel good and make yourself feel good. Just yeah. like let it loose, you know? Yeah. I think that's another thing is that they can be like very anxious mm-hmm. as just like a type of person, like constantly worrying about what other people are, how other people are perceiving them. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like who they actually are. Um, yeah. Yeah. So some characters who are Virgos, I would say is, like, Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, She's definitely, like, very methodical, analytical. um, But you see, like, towards the end of that series, her repression of herself kind of comes out in a dark way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's Rue from Euphoria, which is exactly the same thing. Like, she, she is canonically a Virgo. She was born, I think, the week after or the week before September 11th, something like that. Um, and so that's like, she, her, something else that you see with Virgos a lot of the time is that like, they can, and this isn't, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a doctor, but like they can have substance abuse issues. That's like Mm -hmm. something that I've read a lot about Virgos. And that's also because of the repression, like just like not letting yourself be who you are Mm -hmm. because of this fear of how you'll, um, be seen by the world um and then the last one I have is Bella Swan (laughs) from Twilight (laughs) she if you read that book she's like so mathematical in the way that she approaches Edward she's like (laughs) he has pale skin and feels cold I am going to go to a bookstore and research this instead of being like, this guy is definitely dead, no longer alive. I don't want to date him anymore. She's like, I love this danger. Please sex me now. (laughs) We are getting into the, I love your mug. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Amanda's drinking out of this very fun Hanukkah mug. (laughs) Yeah. My friend, um, found it in their when they were home in like their attic they found like 30 of these mugs in their parents homes and then like dropped yeah and then was like why do they have all these mugs and then they're like Hanukkah mugs with like dreidels and menorahs on them and then like during Hanukkah they like dropped off treats in a mug at a bunch of people's houses and it's so cute I love this it's like looks like it should be for like a kindergartner but in like a really cute way yeah yeah I could see a little baby drinking out of that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we're in the latter half of the Zodiac, starting Mm -hmm. up with the sign Libra. (laughs) When I think about them, I think about like people who are really like um, soft and gentle, but also like the number one thing that you think of in terms of Libra is always like non-confrontational. It's, like, they are, can constantly see both sides to an issue, but they're also, like, very concerned with, like, beauty, and, Mm -hmm. because they're ruled by Venus, so I feel like more so than, um, Tauruses, Libras care, because Taurus is also ruled by Venus, Libra 
cares about things around them being pretty and nice and soft and they care about having like a positive quality of life that's one side of them but another side of them that you can see is that there's a lot of libras who can be kind of like crusaders who want to they have their definition of justice and they want to make sure that it is done in the world they're not going to do it by like being revolutionaries the way like an aquarius might be but they're going to do it by like um trying to like change the system from the inside whether or not that works i'm not the one to judge but so when we think about Libras. We can think about people like Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek, queen of our time. Um, She's like really, she kind of embodies like the more quote unquote shallow sides of Libra towards the beginning Mm -hmm. of the series. But as, as we watch her grow, you see her begin to get like a moral compass and yeah. like the capacity to care about people outside of herself and really just become like this wholesome person who is very loving towards her family even as she still is obsessed with like looking good all the time um and then you have rory gilmore who is canonically a libra i think she's born like mid-october or something um and she when you think about like beginning of the series lori not lori rory she really embodies the like um non-confrontational side of libra um the kind the side that just like is really focused is kind of like distance from reality like she's Mm -hmm. always in her book she's not really concerned about like people around her but even then she's really good at making friends like people are just attracted to her the way people are just attracted to libras and then like if you think about rory and the revival it's kind of like a Libra's worst instincts take over and she becomes like super lazy and kind of obsessed with having an easy life, but without even really having to work that hard for it. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess you could say like entitled, like she feels entitled mm-hmm. to things without necessarily putting in the work to get them. Um, and then I, the other one I think of is Fleabag from the TV series mm-hmm. Fleabag. Cause she it embodies another trait of Libras. They can be, like, quite floofy, you know, like, slippery, escapist, Mm -hmm. um, and, like, always seeking pleasure, like, kind of hedonistic in a way, but then, Mm -hmm. like Alexis, once Fleabag decides that she wants to get her life together, she's able to do it very quickly. Um, But she also, like Alexis, is, like, constantly looking for love. That's another thing with Rory. Like, they love love and being Mm -hmm. in love and mostly, like, being loved by people. Um, And you see them really be able to find relationships that work for them when they can be with somebody who not only loves them, but who they love as much back. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's easy for them to find people who are obsessed with them, but not as easy for them to be as obsessed with somebody back. Um, you have a Libra Venus, don't you? Uh, I don't know. I need to check. Um, I okay. do. I know I have a Libra moon, but I think I might have a Libra Venus. <laughs> I have to check co-star as we talk. But I have a question as I look that up. Um, okay. Are, what is the difference? Because you talked about like similar, I guess, being center of attention um, mm-hmm. in terms of like as Leos perhaps. Um, mm-hmm. But is the difference that Libra's want to be loved and leos want to like shine on other people like what is i guess the distinction between the two of them in that sense i think 
I think Leos will tell you that they want to be the center of attention. They will be like, I'm yeah. the best at this. I am the smartest. I am beautiful. Like, whatever. Yeah. Libras don't want to be seen. They care a lot about how people perceive them. They don't want to uh-huh. be seen as somebody who is, like, um, selfish or self-centered or self-possessed or anything, like, negative. So they're kind of, like, sneaky with it. Um, I think you can, like, blur out this name. Okay. But I, if I, when I'm thinking about, like, somebody who's a Libra that we both know, I think about Ben Lickerman, who's, like, was, like, always, everybody was obsessed with him, and he would, like, pretend that he didn't know, but, like, also, secretly he knew, and he was loving it. And I think something else that can happen with Libras a lot of the time is that you think there's so much going on there, because uh-huh. they can be kind of, like, a strong, silent type, but really there's nothing happening. Yeah. It just, just, like veneer yeah yeah that makes sense okay yeah so i guess so you is alexis like canonically a libra or is i don't think so okay but you just think because of those reasons that should be yeah okay that makes sense um i'm not i think i'm a venus and cancer actually oh interesting i'm just a libra moon that's super weird to me okay all right, so we're gonna move on to. Oh yeah, yes. what is your impression of Libras? Do you like have one or? Um. Well, I, my first impression of a Libra was when I feel like you were telling some story about some. I forget if it was like your sister or Victoria. I think it was Victoria's sister. This is again back to French class doing yeah. something, and I just remember you saying something like, "Yeah, she's a Libra." And yeah. Like, it was like something about like being non-committal or like not doing yeah. something. I don't know, something like that. And I just remember being like, "Wow, Nada hates Libras," and thinking it was so funny. Because, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> because I just I was like I didn't understand them for a while. I was like, are they just like like the balance people? Like, what is mm-hmm. their what's their deal? Um, and I guess I tried to rationalize my Libra moon in terms of like balancing out leo energy but i don't know if it works like that i'm still trying to wrap my head around what the libra yeah. what a libra is but i do feel like that was a helpful big picture overview of what the libra is i think we'll get into this more when we talk about aquarius but i feel like air signs can be really hard to pin down and that might okay. be why you were feeling that way yeah okay so the next sign is scorpio scorpio i love scorpios um so scorpio is from october like 22nd 23rd ish to like november 22nd 23rd ish and Mm -hmm. the main thing about scorpios is that they are mysterious they don't like to be known they don't like to be seen they don't like to be perceived they just Mm -hmm. want to exist and be sneaky um, but they can't do that because they're really bad at it. Um, so, <laughs> so Scorpios are, are like, Scorpio yeah, we risings. both have Scorpio risings, and uh-huh. I hate, I hate when people perceive me. It makes me so mad when somebody says something about me that they and they're right. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> One time, my mom brought home. She like brought home some yogurt that I really like, and I like didn't know that she was paying attention. So I was like, "Who got this yogurt? <laughs> like, where did it come from?" And she was like, "I got it. You eat it all the time." And I was like, "Oh, that's sweet, but also why? <laughs> like, what is your agenda?" 
So that's another thing about Scorpios is that they're very suspicious of everybody. Yeah. Um, but there you hear about so Scorpio rules the genitals, and you hear about them being like the they like each sign of the zodiac rules a different part of the body. Okay. But you hear about them being like the sexual sign all the time, like mm-hmm. them being like really sexy. Um, which I think is, like, true to an extent in terms of, like, the way that they appear to the world. Like, they can appear to be very mysterious and aloof and, like, always deep in thought. And that, to uh, like, to our society tends to be seen as, like, very sexy. But mm-hmm. in reality, Scorpios are just kind of, like, um, gigantic crybabies. <laughs> They're like cancers dipped in onyx. Like, they just are baby deep <sighs> through and through. Um, so, can you tell me your impression of Scorpios first? And then I want to know, like, what. I'll tell you what, like, characters I thought of as Scorpios. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like I, like, one of the original things I heard about Scorpios was that they're the ones that like you do not want to cross a Scorpio and yeah. he- heard a lot of that so I guess in the beginning I was like oh I guess Scorpios are the quote-unquote like bad ones to avoid but then I yeah. was like wait I really get along with Scorpios and like I had like at that time like a really good friend like who I went to camp with who was a Scorpio and I was like wow this is great energy I was like I really like this so I think yeah. I really like Scorpios <laughs> I think um I think people say that because, like, a Scorpio will cut you, mm-hmm. but then they'll immediately sob after. They'll be like, yeah, I didn't want to have to do that. Whereas I feel like a Virgo will cut you and feel nothing. They'll be like, damn, blood is crazy, isn't it? <laughs> like, so I feel like I would be more scared of Virgos, personally, because they yeah. will, like, kill you, hide the body, and then nobody will find out until they're, like, on their deathbed, and a Scorpio will, like, kill you and then be like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> it's fine uh they're like they're like the main character from the story the telltale heart like that mm. that is a scorpio definitely um okay so another character who is a scorpio is jess mariano oh okay Girls. okay gotcha so i feel like scorpios can be really afraid of their emotions cancers don't understand their emotions and scorpios are terrified of their emotions so that you get that a lot in Jess. Like, he feels a lot for Rory and then runs away from her and then, like, spends the rest of his life struggling to deal with the way that she made him feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also think about Faith Lehane from um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who is definitely a lesbian and definitely wants to have lesbian sex with Buffy every day of the year, <laughs> um, but can't face that at all, so just, like, sleeps with a lot of men all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um and she she does that thing that Scorp- that you always hear about Scorpios, which is, this is, like, spoilers for season three of Buffy the Vampire Slayer if you're under the age of, like, 37, I guess. Um, but she does that thing that people say Scorpios do all the time where she goes bad and she mm. starts killing people and, like, working for the evil person. But she you can see that she can't stomach it, like, the whole time she's doing uh-huh. it. Like, it takes more and more of a toll on her as it goes on. And then, like... By the end, she has to, like, reform herself um, Mm -hmm. because it's just, like, fundamentally against her nature. Um, Yes. So that is Scorpio. Next, we have Sagittarius, which is from November 23rd, roundabout, to, like, December 23rd. And I will say, I am not a fan of most Mm. Sagittariuses. 
And I don't think a lot of people are fans of most Sagittarius's. And I think that's because they're very much like a Marmite type of thing. Like you either love them or you hate them Mm -hmm. um, because they don't care about anybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the final fire sign. So it's like a, so we talked about Aries being seen as selfish and Leo being seen as selfish. I think Sagittarius actually is selfish. (laughs) I think they actually are that. Yeah. Um, Other traits, that's not to say that it's all negative though. Other traits, they're incredibly friendly, like really easy to talk to when they want to be. Um, They're known for being very fun. Um, very like carefree and um like throwing caution to the wind incredibly adventurous they're also like the knowledge center of the zodiac so like like they love learning and knowing things and like being in like being in the know and like studying things you'll see a lot of Sagittarius who have like PhDs advanced degrees because they're just or just like are very advanced in whatever field they work in because they're just like so excited by learning yeah um that being said they can also be quite flighty um they're known for loving to travel but mostly because they like to run away from their problems Mm -hmm. um so what is your impression of Sagittarius is because we know that I am not a huge fan but it's kind of like a double-edged sword yeah, I would say if I know any Sagittarius's, I don't know that I know any. Like, I haven't, I don't clock them. But mm-hmm. my friend, I have a specific friend who's tried to date, like, Sagittarius's, and it has mm-hmm. gone horribly. Mm-hmm. So through yeah. that lens, I've learned to stay far away from Sagittarius's. Um, fleeks, that's yeah. my impression. But I can't, I honestly can't think of anyone in my life who's a Sagittarius. My mom is a Sagittarius. Oh, really? Yes. But she also has a Cancer moon. So, Mm. like, she is... I feel like Sagittarius is... This is going to sound horrible. I feel like they shouldn't be parents. But there are other signs in their chart that can, like, mitigate that. So my mom is a Cancer moon, which makes her, like, incredibly maternal and very loving. And, like, very dedicated to her family. Um, but her Sagittariusness jumps out when she can't be wrong ever, and it's like imper- she will tell me that the sky is green, and I will show her a picture of the sky being blue, and she'll be like, "I don't know where you got that from, but <laughs> it's definitely green." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> it's, that's that's the thing about them that can be so frustrating is that yeah. they can't ever be wrong, um, and yeah, I don't. I think I had a crush on, like, one Sagittarius once, and it was just a crush, but absolutely awful. Oh, God. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah, wait, how Um, many, um, have you ever thought of, like, what signs most of your crushes fall into? Have you ever done that? Yeah, most of my crushes have been fire signs, which I think is disgusting. (laughs) Like, (laughs) who do I think I am? (laughs) I, I I don't have the energy to tame that, like... I don't have the energy or the stamina to deal with that. I, they yeah. will just be raging, and I'll be like, are you done? Like, <laughs> can you stop, please? But I guess um, also having a crush is different than being in a relationship with. Yeah. So it could just be what's, like, immediately appealing, and then you're like, oh, wait, just just kidding. 
this is something that I was actually talking to Eleanor about. Eleanor is our mutual tourist friend. Yeah. And I was like, most of my friends are fire and air signs, but the people that I date are earth and water signs. Mm -hmm. And then for her, most of her friends are earth and water signs, but the people that she like dates and has crushes on are fire and air signs. And I just think that that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Um, I think I am attracted to fire energy, but I don't want it in my romantic life at all. Yeah. Um, it's not for me. Okay, so characters who I would classify as Sagittarius is. I think that Moira Rose is Sagittarius. Mm. Um, and I think that because, mainly because of the way that she relates to Johnny, like, they love each other so much and they understand Mm -hmm. each other on such a fundamental level that I think makes them both fire signs, but also that she's, like... It just insane. <laughs> and should she have ever had children? That's debatable. But she does love them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then I think this is a character that often is classified as a Libra, but I definitely think she's a Sagittarius. And that's Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City. Mm. Um, she is obsessed with like beautiful things and having beautiful things. And she's like not the most practical person in the world. Um, but she's, I think she's more confrontational than people give her credit for. Mm-hmm. Like, if something's not right, she's willing to set it right. And she is, like, honestly really flighty. Um, mm-hmm. And struggles when she isn't right in situations. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so that is Sagittarius. We are rounding out the final three signs of the Zodiac. First up is Capricorn. Done. Okay. Yeah. So when we think about Capricorn, Capricorns are like called the daddy of the zodiac because they're like kind of the old mm. man. The sign Capricorn is ruled by the like seagoat, which is like the old man of the sea. Um, they're like very disciplined and um, kind of think like think of like a more evolved, more successfully repressed Virgo like very Mm -hmm. disciplined very analytical knows exactly what they want they're going to go get it and the difference between them and Virgos is that they think that they deserve it um and the difference Mm -hmm. between them and Tauruses is that they don't get in their own way by being like too lazy to actually do the work to get Mm -hmm. things like they will create whatever reality they want Mm -hmm. simply through sheer force of will um so characters that I think are Capricorns I would think of like Claire from Fleabag incredibly wealthy incredibly successful doing some sort of office job where she has a gigantic office yeah (laughs) yeah um Buffy Summers who is canonically a Capricorn she says like she's a Capricorn on the cusp of Aquarius um which like fits her perfectly because she's like very driven and hardworking, but also incredibly kooky um and then Leslie Nope from Parks and Recreation. Mm, 1,000% a Capricorn. Like, Mm -hmm. nothing else. Um, What are your impressions of Capricorns? Yeah, I also don't think I really understood what Capricorns are. I think the ones that are the more, like, yeah, like Virgos and Capricorns, the more analytical ones, I was just like, I don't know that. (laughs) Who is that? Um, You're like, I don't Yeah, when you just said Leslie, nope, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I really do not understand Capricorns, I think. <laughs> I just can't imagine. I don't but. understand them either. And I'm like, I don't, I've had, I think like one friend who mm-hmm. is a Capricorn. And I liked her a lot, but they're just, they can just be very aloof and like hard yeah. to crack. 
and I this is my Pisces moon speaking but I need to like I need to like soul connect with somebody I need my heart to bleed into their heart and then their heart bleeds into my heart and then we just become one mush together and you can't really do that with Capricorns they're constantly like there's constantly like a wall up for them um which is good for them in terms of getting stuff done but it's bad because it's like give yourself a break sometimes you know yeah you don't always have to be put together yeah that makes sense yeah I honestly can't think of any Capricorn friends if I have one if you're one then I'm sorry I just can't think of you um okay so the second to last sign of the zodiac is Aquarius okay so Aquarius is the enigma of the zodiac we were talking earlier about how we can't pin down Aquariuses and it's because Mm -hmm. nobody can pin down Aquariuses because Aquariuses are everything and nothing at the same time (laughs) I think more than any other sign you'll hear Aquarius suns say that they don't feel like they connect with their sun sign and -hmm. that's because you can't they're an air so like air signs like I've said are the hardest to pin down but I think it's because their sense of self is so like transient it's so transparent it can be they can be anything for anyone like anything that they need to be at any time and so like really this their sun sign is like a translucent cover over everything else that's going on um so some like traits of aquarius is they're like the humanitarian of the zodiac they really care about helping people um Mm -hmm. whereas like they like like i said libra will like decide what they think is right and wrong and like work by themselves to do it mm-hmm. Aquariuses will start whole movements to like change the world um they can be very aloof very strange people um a famous person who's an Aquarius is Julio Torres who is the weirdest <laughs> oh, man on yeah. the planet of earth he's so <laughs> strange but I love him I, love I him used to too. hate Aquariuses honestly mm-hmm. because I knew one Aquarius who was like the most ridiculous person I'd ever met in my entire life I was like you're not gonna save the entire continent of Africa by yourself like just stop <laughs> um but I've since met some Aquariuses who I love dearly they all mm-hmm. happen to have been born in February which I don't think is a coincidence <laughs> but they I I do love them now so when i think about aquariuses i think about olivia benson from law and order svu Mm -hmm. a queen queen of our days (laughs) single-handedly transforming the new york city police department (laughs) one rape conviction at a time um and then alana from broad city is one thousand percent aquarius weirdest bitch on the planet um yeah yeah she is I'm watching that now for the yes. first time. So that's funny. Really yeah. Okay. Show. Highly recommend. Wow. I think I really like Aquariuses. Not in any like meaningful way, perhaps. Just, like I wouldn't really want to date an Aquarius, but I, I find them really interesting. That's so funny. Um, I think you should date an Aquarius. Really? I think it would be like infuriating, but also very fulfilling for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I trust your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, but, like, an Aquarius with, like, a water or earth moon, like, somebody who has an emotional center to them. Yeah. Um, Yes. Okay, so the final sign of Zodiac, my Venus sign, my moon sign, Pisces. Pisces is, um, like, very soft. They are the Mm -hmm. oldest water sign, so, 
they're like the most evolved but at the same time the least evolved of them they just love everyone and everything and they just like you know that girl from mean girls who's like sometimes i just <laughs> want to make a blanket and come yeah us. and then um damien's like she doesn't even go here yeah like they are that girl from mean girls who's like crying and just like wants the world to be a beautiful place yeah the problem with Pisces a lot of the time is that they can be too idealistic or like mm. more idealistic than they are practical. And yeah. so they don't actually have the like the like um under the tangible underpinning to get done the things that they want to do mm-hmm. to change the world. So when I think about fictional <laughs> Pisces <laughs> This is so rude. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> when I think about fictional Pisces, I think about Ross Geller from <laughs> Friends and Archie Andrews. <gasps> yeah, do you hate Pisces? Um, I don't. I have had. I have a one overwhelmingly negative experience with a Pisces sun that okay. has colored my um vision of all of yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. That's an exception because that is like the one person in the world that I will fight on site, and there's nothing that I can do about it. Like you're getting it in the face on can you, site, can you, and who is it? Chanel Lopez. Do I? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's like, but that's not. That's just. Be, I just am like you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, you, don't you do don't, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, don't try to manipulate me. Yeah. I, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so that has colored my experiences with Pisces. But there's mm-hmm. so many people I love dearly. I think immediately of Lauren Queen, the queen. Shout out to her. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. But she's also, like, not like most Pisces, you know? She's yeah. Very, she is incredibly emotional as a person, but, like, is also very, like, um deadpan yeah uh-huh yeah so i think like i, I love pisces that's good for you <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't think i like all but like all of them um yeah. there's a lot of pisces at Bryn Mawr, like of course notably um which i do think makes sense like idealistic energy like that kind of yeah. like little water emotional thing but it was kind of fun like I don't know if I would want to stay in that energy forever but I have you know it was a good (laughs) good time to be there but I really do end up getting along with Pisces well I think like maybe not all Pisces but generally I care about deeply I think the general thing about Pisces is that they're inoffensive and they try really hard to be inoffensive but I think Mm -hmm. the other thing that can end up happening is that they like cancers and in a way like a lot of the air signs but in a less like unconscious way they they will like consciously transform themselves to be whoever they need to be Mm -hmm. for whatever scenario they're in Mm -hmm. um which i think a lot of people can find off-putting because especially earth signs is like where is your center (laughs) like Mm -hmm. where is the ground is there one anywhere here Mm -hmm. um and yeah a lot of the times the answer is no there is no ground (laughs) there is no center yeah Um, similar pisces is like similar to virgo in that they 
as opposed to Virgo being super repressed, they are not repressed. They're just always running away from the things about themselves that they can't control. So we see Pisces like Virgos often having substance abuse issues, which I learned when I read my birth chart when I was 14. And that was very fun for me. Um, but it's, it can be for different reasons. Like, yeah. Not to keep the feelings down, but to make the feelings go away. Yeah. And then our Pisces, I associate them with being really flaky. Is that, is that true? I would or like say slippery. Yeah, yeah because they can yeah. be incredibly non-committal. They will love yeah. something or someone until they don't anymore, and then they're gone. Like it never even mattered. Yeah. Um, and that's I think that is the issue with having a love that is like indiscriminate for everybody mm-hmm. in the world is that like it you spread yourself so thin that when it's time to collect yourself back and like replenish for you, it can end up hurting a lot of people um, mm-hmm. because it's like. Uh, it's like you've been so permissive with me for so long and now I I don't get that anymore and it's not that anybody's entitled to you hurting yourself for them but it's like if there's a track record of that it's hard it can be hard for people to get over it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah so we went we went through the whole zodiac yeah Um, yeah that was like that was a marathon yeah (laughs) and talking about things um I want to do like more episodes about different aspects of the zodiac Mm -hmm. this is just like a general overview so that people have an understanding of like what each of the sign archetypes are and like how you can picture them and then like in later episodes we maybe won't go in as much detail because I think we're both very tired (laughs) we've been up been doing this for a while um yeah I do yeah I do think we could do like a recurring segment where you talk about specific elements of it but also yeah. we should have um if any listeners want to like submit questions um yeah about their should, zodiac signs. about their zodiac yeah um or like about compatibility yeah. I can also this is like a weird thing for me to advertise on the internet, but I can also like read auras through pictures. So if you like have a picture of yourself and your significant other and your birth chart, I can tell you stuff about your relationship and where it is going. Um, I do have a Mercury in Aries, so I don't shy away from the truth and I can be very blunt. So don't do that if you don't want to hear it. Nada recently saved me from someone (laughs) that we think might be a crazy killer. Yeah, somebody who's definitely, like, a friend of Arnie Hammer. <laughs> like, the way that lesbians are friends of Ellen, this guy is a friend of Arnie Hammer. I know, and I was, like, slightly getting a bad vibe, but then you were, like, no, you knew right away. You yeah, could see I was, it. like, this isn't right. Something's wrong here. <laughs> so, yeah. We, I love that we went full circle back to Arnie Hammer. We did. This, this, These are what segues are made of, you know? Yeah. Um, what is our email address? Yeah, just, just so the, the good people know. Let me actually people. check. Because you it's sent some, me an email. It's something really funny. I think it's girls who grill but spell. With a yeah. U. Okay, yeah. okay, no, no, no. It's girls, G-R-L-S, who grill. Girls without okay, the yes. I. G-R-L-S, who grill at gmail.com. Yeah, so, so if you have any relationship questions, that can be mm-hmm. a whole episode yes of us answering questions and we are both really good at giving advice yeah okay that would would be a great episode okay yeah 
We're definitely going to do that. Okay. <laughs> so thank All you guys right. so much for listening. Um, we really appreciate it. This was very fun for me mm-hmm. to get to just like ramble on about um, astrology for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And talk about my abiding and unending hatred of Thomas Brady. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what happens. Wishing yeah. him not luck. Wishing him nothing but the worst. Um, so <laughs> if you want to follow us, mm-hmm. you can find me on Instagram at Nada Joao. That is N-E-I-D-A-J-O-A-O on YouTube at Nada Teresa. Um, Teresa with no H. And I'm going to give you my Twitter this week. I just oh, started it three days spicy. ago. Um, I just figured out what Twitter is. I am at <laughs> twitter.com at catholic mystic yes yes um you can find me on instagram at amanda feinberg f-e-i-n-b-e-r-g or on twitter at amanda panda show yeah See you so there. stay tuned and if you want to hear more of us grilling some hot topics mm-hmm. some hot pop culture tune in next week next week all right goodbye bye